Welcome to Impact Sports Radio. This is Zach Fanko here for Match Point, and today we're going to be talking to uh, Coach Orlando, head coach of the uh, MSU men's tennis team. How you doing, Coach? Great, Zach. Thanks for having me. So last season you guys finished um, seventh place in the Big Ten, um, got a win in the Big Ten tournament, got to the quarterfinals. Yeah, that's correct. We uh, we had a strong finish towards the end of the, of the conference season. We uh, you know played some a very challenging schedule, and and uh, you know that's that's how we we wanted that's how we, we knew it going in that was going to be, and uh, but you know throughout the, at the end of the season we were able to pull out some big wins, and and uh, we finished out uh, number sixty two in the country and, and seventh in the Big Ten, and you know obviously our, our main goal was to get to the NCAA tournament. We were probably two matches away from uh, getting there, and we felt like we let some matches on the court that, that should have been ours. And But that's a season and something that we can learn from. Yeah, I know late in the season you guys uh, beat some uh, ranked opponents late in the season, kind of got on a run there. Yeah, we did. We uh, we we beat Purdue and Indiana both here at home, and, and uh, it was a big weekend for us, giving us, giving us some momentum going into the Big Ten tournament. You got uh, Brett Foreman as your guys' MVP for the season. Yeah, that's correct. Uh, uh, you know, he was uh, was a big surprise. You know, I mean, obviously he was a, he was a very good junior, uh, and then he had an injury, had a hip injury, and was out for about I'd say eighteen months. Wow. And I wasn't sure what to expect from him. And when someone's out, it wasn't like I was recruiting him when he was a sophomore. You know, you start recruiting process probably when you're a junior, and and it was, so he was really more of a wild card. Obviously, we tried to win with Michigan kids, and and um, you know we were fortunate to. Uh, you know, get him to commit, and and he stayed healthy. He's 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 a hard worker. He he does everything he's supposed to do to keep himself healthy, uh, injury free. He's always in the training room. Uh, you know, kind of, you know, take care of himself. I think he's appreciate you know the game of tennis more since he was out for so long, and uh, so it's really been a growing up process for him. So, but for him to come in and and uh, have a you know a great you know season. Uh, you know, it's, it's great for him, and, and he's going to be definitely a, a top player for us uh, in this upcoming season. Yeah, especially as a freshman. I mean, do you, you guys do you guys see that often when a freshman comes in and just plays so well? Well, I mean, you, you hope every freshman comes right. in and, and, uh, and has that type of season, and that means you probably have a pretty good team. Um, yeah, but you, and, and, and I liked where he was. He, he ended up finishing playing four for us, uh, you know, in the season, and I think that's a, that's a good place to start. You'd like a freshman to come in and play four and five and kind of grow in the program, and, and someday you won't be your, your top player. And uh, so I think it was it was the right spot for him. But be in the right spot and have success is is crucial. Right, you could be there and not have success, and then you, there's the unknown. And uh, JP Mullane um, last year was very similar. Uh, came in as a freshman, kind of under the radar, and. Uh, had a, you know had a fabulous you know career uh, season as a freshman and, and he played number ended up playing number two for us, so those two right there are going to probably be are going to be you know our top two players you know as we head into the 2015 season. And uh, Impact Zone uh, Harry Jaden got most improved player I saw. Uh, yeah, great. I mean, well, he's a great story. Uh, you know, he's you know he came in as a you know as a freshman and you know I I'll, I'll say he was a walk on, but. Uh, you know, he was able to his freshman year right away, you know, you know, get the starting lineup in, in the doubles and I think he really grew from that experience, uh, playing doubles and then the summer and then coming in as a sophomore. Uh, the confidence from playing doubles and gaining a year of experience really propelled him to have a, a phenomenal, you know, sophomore year. 
and uh, you know, and help propel us to the NCAA because he was he was crucial. I think he went seven and four in the Big Ten at six, which is someone that I wasn't really counting on. I knew that he had some skills and had some talent, uh, but didn't have the results to back it up coming in. And then this year, you know, same way. I think uh, you know it, it didn't go as well. In the you know, obviously started out and then he had an injury, uh, stomach pull. Tried to play through it, and, and that's an injury that you just got to let rest take care of it. And I think he was stubborn and. You know, I would, hindsight, I would have told him sit down for a week or two and, and come back when you're fully ready. But we kind of played with him, and I think he lost some confidence. But, you know, down at the end, you know, he, he got back and was healthy and, and finished great. Yeah, I mean, um, you guys, so you guys end the season late April. Um, you guys are kind of in the dog days here of the off season. Uh Talk about how you guys stay focused during such a long off season. Well, um Really, you know, some of the guys stick around, and you know, we have uh, you know a routine where the guys get together, you know, you know, on their own, or and, and likewise, the coaches can be with them. But you know, with the rules, they have to come to us. But for the most part, we like to have every single guy play four tournaments, you know, throughout the summer. And most of our guys will either go back to their hometown and and train, um, and really, it's it comes down to being an individual again, you know, being your own pro, and you know, being in an individual sport. They're kind of this is this is what they do. And uh, so what they'll do is they'll go home and, and uh, you know, get home with their, their own pro coach. If they, so to, so to say, they had, when they, before they came here, they had a coach. So then when they go home, they go back to him and start tweaking some things. And obviously we communicate with the coaches. Uh, but then they'll, you know, try to get four tournaments in. Some of the guys, depending on what level, like JP uh, has played the Futures, which is like the A-League in baseball from oh. tennis. And, and uh He's had played two of them and, and uh, qualified for one main draw. Uh, but he lost first round, so he didn't get his first ATP point. But, uh, again, it's a process. And uh, probably most of the guys are all playing a tournament this weekend uh, at, at Kalamazoo. It's an, it's an ITA, Intercollegiate Tennis Association, tournament. Uh, so they'll all be playing that, and I'll get go see him play. And uh, so that's, that's kind of what we do. Uh, as far as a coach, uh, you know, we work with the guys if they're in town. And then but we do summer camps. Uh, we have five weeks of camps here working with uh, juniors from mainly all over Michigan. But we do right. have people that come from around different parts of the country that either parents went to school here or they have family that, uh, you know, lives in East Lansing and, yeah. you know, make it all together. But, you know, it's kind of like a different season for us, you know, and, and uh, so that's that. And then, uh, then recruiting. July 1 is the first day that we can start talking to recruits and, um, for 2015. And you know, so we've been really busy with making calls and, and seeing these kids play, you know, in tournaments. So sounds like a busy off season there for you. Um, so uh, look ahead to next season. You guys losing um, three seniors this year, mm-hmm. and um, how 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 much of an impact do you think that will make to your team? Well, you know, anytime you lose, you want a two player, and, and then uh, our other player was Will Davis, um, who was a. Who saw playing time as a role player as well, but yeah. we lost a lot in leadership with Aaron Fister and Drew Lee, no doubt about it. Uh, those guys were two guys that we've really leaned on for at least three years, and and uh, to lose those guys, there's going to there's going to be some big shoes to fill. And you know, the way I like to look at it is that you know now that you know these players have left, it's 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 now going to allow the JPs, the Brett Foremans, the Harry Jadens, the Heislanders, the seniors to really grow. I think they all knew that. Hey, these guys are our top players. You know, I'm going to play my role. You know, now that they see that there's roles that have to be taken to allow them to grow, and and in the past that's what's really what's happened. And uh, 
any every one of our guys can play. I mean, they're all very competitive, and they got the talent and the skill. Now they have to just be able to do that in the moment. And if they can do it once, then they belong. You know, yeah. they get the confidence, they get the swagger. Um, but you know, it's it's going to be uh, you know really a, you know a big big fall for us because we have to grow up a lot. I think we have it in us, and uh, you know it's you know the expectations are, are just as high, and and uh, it's going to be great to see the growth and the responsibility taken from each player. When you guys go into the off season, do you guys look for those vocal leaders on your team? Are you looking for someone to lead by example? Yeah, for sure. I mean, obviously, it all starts with your seniors. Um, you know, you know, the, you know what they do is definitely, you know, sending a message to the rest of the players that I need to work just as hard as these guys. And and uh, you know, I think that's the case. And I think, you know, I like what JP's done. I mean, that's kind of what I'm looking for people to try to do this summer. To, you know, to have the aspirations to go to the next level. You know, you go from high school to college. You know, but then what do you do from college? You just don't stay in college. You try to go to that next level. Right. And, but you have to have the talent to, 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 to do that. I, I don't want you to play that, to go that route if you know, you're not going to have success. Because there is a certain level that you need to win, 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 you know, to, to grow. And um, so that's kind of, you know, where we're at. Right. It's, and, and just that it happened today, that, you know, they are, we're actually having a leadership meeting with our sports psychologist, Scott Pierce. With Harry and and uh, and Heislanders and JP to JP Mullane, and you know just trying to making a plan, you know for next year and giving them scenarios and you know, what their strengths are as a leader, and uh, so when we do come in, even before school starts, you know the you know, when the new freshmen come in, that that whole week before school started, you know like wow, but you know they're they're gonna have some, you know coaching or leadership uh, from the from the seniors to help these guys grow right away. You've been head coach for almost 24 years, is that's that correct. correct? Wow. Yeah, that's correct. I'll start my 24th season uh, this fall, and uh, it's it's gone super quick. You know, and there's not one season that's ever been the same. And I think that's, you know, one of the benefits of this job is it's it's never it's never the same. And having the opportunity to play a lot of different teams, one that has to be able to play in a great conference. You know, the Big Ten has, has really become probably one of the top three conferences in tennis. And uh, so it's been, it's great to play the best and that's, you don't want to do anymore, you know, so it's been a lot of fun. And then, then they have in the different players, you know, every four years, you're always having a new set of players come through and, and uh, the friendships and uh, the relationships that you make. And it's, uh, it's a pretty unique job. Yeah, for sure. Um, Do you have like any specific memories over the 24 years that, uh, that stood out to you? Hmm. Any uh, big moments or specific players? Yeah. Uh, well, I, I guess our best player was was probably Mashishka Washington. And, you know, players, you know, people on the radio probably don't know who he was, but uh, brother Malavia, he's from uh, uh, Schwartz Creek. Uh, played all the Grand Slams. Um, I think one of our special moments would be, uh, you know, making to the NCAA tournament in 2013. Um, let's see here. I, I knew there was one because I was asked this question before and I forgot what it was, but uh, I can't think of it right now. But, you know, I, I think just the, the special moments is really just, uh, you know, is, you know, sharing the ride home after a big win, you know, uh-huh. and, and uh, you know, something that you've worked hard for, you know, all week and, and to see it come together and then being on the, on the van or the bus and, you know, having the camaraderie. Those are those are some special times. Yeah. Do you find that the victories are that much sweeter when when they're on the road compared to at home? Or yeah, I'll take a win anywhere. Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah, I mean it's it's definitely especially in the Big Ten. 
you know, because obviously that's that's how we're evaluated. You know, you know, at least in our eyes, we want to be the you know best we can in Big Ten, and and uh, the conference is so good. And uh, but no, it's I don't know. It, it's just been fun to really to you know see the, each individual player just develop as a tennis player, develop as a student, and develop as a man. Yeah, and as you were saying, competing in the Big Ten, one of the best conferences in the country. Um, obviously, you got that rivalry with Michigan as always, mm-hmm. but um, some a few other teams. Do you see get you guys getting up a little bit more for? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, I think I think we have no problem getting up for anyone, but the, the, you know, it's so so unique playing Michigan. Yeah. I, I, you know, they the week of practice, two weeks of practice is unbelievable for Michigan. If we could play Michigan every week, we'd be really really good. <laughs> I, I can't explain it. Yeah. You know, we're up for every match, but. Uh, it is, it's, it's just such a fun rivalry and, uh, you know, the great, they have a great team down there and great coaches, but, uh, it really, the, 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 the importance of practice is just, is just amped up. And, uh, we did lose to them last year, four, three at the last match on, uh, down in Michigan, but it was, it was a great, it was a great, great turnout. A lot of Spartans were there. And, and, uh, so that was one of the matches that we could have probably, you know, left on the court, but yeah. Well, uh, we'll keep. We'll definitely keep in touch with you, uh, Coach Orlando, and um, good luck to you next season. And uh, thanks for coming on the Impact. All right, thanks, Zach. Appreciate it. Welcome back to uh, Impact Sports Radio. I'm Zach Fanko here on Match Point, and uh, we just talked to Coach Orlando, uh, head coach of the uh, MSU men's tennis team. Uh, had to like to thank him for coming onto the show, talking a little bit about the off season for MSU men's tennis. And now we're going to shift over to uh, the professional tennis side here. And uh, just got done with Wimbledon here for the pros. Uh, for the men's side, uh, Novak Djokovic beating uh, Federer for the uh, Wimbledon title. Uh, Federer was close to winning his his uh, eighth Wimbledon title of all time, which would have put him in first place all time for most Wimbledon titles. But uh, Djokovic was just too much, beating him, uh, beating him in five sets. On the women's side, we had um, Petra Kvitova winning the um, winning the tournament, beating uh, Canadian um, Eugenie Bouchard, and uh, it was it was definitely a blowout match here for uh, Kvitova, beating um, beating Bouchard in in all in, in two sets, just dominating performance. It only took about fifty five minutes to win the match, and um, I mean, just a dominating performance. But I, I would have to say the big news of the tournament was really um, both um, Serena Williams having to drop out of the tournament after uh, it seemed like she uh, had some um, conditioning issues in the doubles with her sister, just couldn't get up for the doubles match. Um, and she looked like she might have been dehydrated. And uh, just, just a tough weekend for the uh, Williams sisters, both getting getting upset in the earlier rounds, I'm talking about Maria Sharapova also getting upset earlier. But uh, back to the men's side, um, just another classic matchup between Federer and Djokovic. And um, just, just talking about, you know, two of the top players in the world competing at Wimbledon. It just doesn't get any better than that. Djokovic continuing to show why he's the number one player in the world. And um, you can't underestimate, you know, just the just the amount of um, – determination it takes to compete at this level for these guys so for uh, impact sports and for the match point i'm zach fanko thanks for stopping by and uh 
We'll hear you from you soon.